We are in a new series for the next four weeks called uh, What is the Gospel? And so we're going to be diving into John 3.16, diving deep into it. So if you have your Bibles with you, and I, I hope that you do, feel free to turn to John 3.16. You can use the table of contents if you would like or if you need to. Um, but as you turn there, my name is Steve. I get to be one of the ministers here at Harpeth Heights and I'm just so glad to see every single one of you. Um, for those of you who are new, again, welcome. If, if you call this place your church home, we're so thankful for you guys that you continuously show up. You love your church. You love Jesus. You, you love the people here. And so just encourage us to keep following Jesus together. And so John 3.16 is probably hands down the most famous Bible verse in all of the Bible. And for good reason. It's a clear picture of the gospel. The gospel being the good news of God's love for us in Jesus. And so it's our hope. It's the only hope that we have. So we believe it. We proclaim it. We preach it. Because it's the good news. It's the good news of God's love in Jesus for us. And so today we're going to look at the first part of John 3.16. For God loved the world. And so this is what I want us to come away with today. Here's the, here's the main point that I want us to come away with. That I want us to look at. I want us to know how much God loves us. I want us to know how much God loves us. That's what I want us to come away with. And not just to know how much God loves us, but to feel his love for us in our hearts through the Holy Spirit. To trust in his love for us. Maybe I don't feel it, but God, I believe you love me. I'm trusting in it. Because I know that there are many of us in here that maybe we've, we've grown cold to God's love for us. We've grown cold to this truth that God loves us. We hear it and it does nothing for us anymore, maybe. And if, if that's you, I want to ask you, what, what has caused your heart to grow cold to God's love for you? And I'll be honest with you, I sometimes don't really believe that God loves me so much. Sometimes it feels distant to me. Maybe it feels too good to be true sometimes, or, or when I mess up, or when I take my eyes off of Jesus because I'm focused on so many other things in this world. What is it for you? And so what I want to lead us to this morning is to see how much God loves you, God loves me, and God loves all people. And may we enjoy his love for us through Christ. May we trust in his love for us. May it sustain us. May it be our foundation for which we live. 
And so let's do it. Let's dive into God's word. Let's hear from him today. And so we're in John 3. And so we actually preached on John 3 last year, last February. And so if you want to hear a sermon on the whole chapter here, feel free to go on our website where we keep an archive of our sermons. Um, and you can find that there. And so we're picking up right in the middle of Jesus having a conversation with this man. He was a Pharisee. His name is Nicodemus. And Nicodemus came to Jesus at night, most likely to to question Jesus. He wanted to know who Jesus, who this Jesus guy was. And in the in their conversation, what we're going to look at is Jesus tells Nicodemus God's mission. Jesus tells Nicodemus God's mission to save the world through Jesus. So that's right where we're picking up at. So we're going to start in verse 14 and we're going to read through verse 17 to kind of get some context around it. And so John 3, 14, I'm going to read it slowly so that we can sit with it. We can hear it just as Moses, Jesus says, just as Moses lifted up the snake in the wilderness. So the son of man must be lifted up so that everyone who believes in him may have eternal life. For God loved the world in this way. He gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. So today we're going to focus on that first part for God so loved. The next weeks we're going to focus on the other parts. And so right here, right here we see that Jesus, he is proclaiming that God loves the world. It's right here for God loved The world and the world here is indicating all the people who live in the world. So God, he loves you. He loves me. He loves all people. So God loves us. This passage is clearly telling us that. And God, he wants us to know this. God wants us to know that he loves us. And so in this passage, we're seeing God's love in action. We're seeing God as the actor. And Jesus is saying, because God loves you, here is his mission to save the world through me. To himself for all who believe in Jesus. Because God loves you, here is the mission. Here's what God is doing. Here's what he is about. And then verse 17, we also see this. For for God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. So again, we see God's love in action here. God's desire and mission to save the world through Jesus to save the world from his rightful condemnation that is due our sin. 
So what is motivating God's mission to save the world through Jesus? What is motivating God to do this? It's his love. For God loved the world in this way. He gave. He gave. For God loved the world, his one and only son, so that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. Why did God give his one and only son? Why does God offer salvation to the world? Why does God offer eternal life to all those who believe in him? Because he loves us. This is his motivation. This is God's heart on display. For you, for me, for all people, God wants us to know how much and how great he loves us. And I know in the church we hear that all the time, but don't grow bored to that. Many of us, we've grown cold to this, but hear this this morning, that God loves you greatly. See it right here in this text. God, prove his love to us. Romans 5, 8 says this, but God proves his own love for us. That while we were sinners, Christ died for us. Is this not awesome? God proves his love to us. But also, does this not sound outrageous? Like God proving his love to me? God proving his love to us? We're not worthy of that. Why are we not worthy of that? Let's, let's look at what God is saving us from. Because we'll see what, why we're not worthy. Let's look at what God is saving us from. God gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not what? Perish. Look at verse 18. Anyone who believes in him is not condemned. But anyone who does not believe is already condemned. Because he has not believed in the name of the one and only Son of God. Apart from faith in Christ, we are condemned before God. And we are perishing because of our sin and our rebellion towards God. Against God. And it's because of our sin and our separation from God that we can't feel his love. Or we can't know his love. Because we're under his condemnation. And apart from Jesus, God, he is our rightful judge rather than being our loving father. And so with this reality, see this. Before we even come to faith in Christ, God loved us. And he proved his love to us. While we were under condemnation, he loved us. Listen to Romans 5 verse 10. While we were enemies to God. While we were enemies to God, we were reconciled to God through the death of his son. So while we were enemies of God, under his condemnation, rightly for our sin, God loved us. He sent Jesus to die for us, to save us from our sins and to give us life. 
And this offer of salvation goes out to all people. He loves you. He loves me. We were dead in our sin. So he comes himself to save all people who believe in Jesus. This is Ephesians chapter 2 verse 1. Listen to it. And you were dead in your trespasses and sins. Verse 4. But God. But God who is rich in mercy. Because of his great love that he had for us. Made us alive with Christ. Even though we were dead in trespasses. Do you see God's love for you this morning? Do you see If you're a follower of Christ, though we were dead, God made us alive with Christ. Why? Because he loves us. This is how great God's love is for you, for me, and for all people. He made us alive. And he gets all the glory and all the praise for this. We're not worthy of this love because of our rebellion and sin against him. And yet... He loves us greatly. And he shows us. He proves it to us. That sounds outrageous. Listen here. We will not see the greatness of God's love for us if we do not understand the greatness of our sin. We will not see the the greatness of God's love for us if we do not see the greatness of our sin and how we do not deserve his love. We only deserve his condemnation. His rightful condemnation. This is why God's love for us in Jesus is such good news. Because God's love is it's not just a mystical or mysterious thing that never reveals itself. That never takes action. So I, um, I got, I'm engaged. I got engaged in August. And so me buying and giving my fiance, Michaela, buying and giving her her engagement ring, it was to show her. That I love her. Here's my love for you. Like it's on display for her to see. It was a, a great cost to me. <laughs> it was supposed to be funny, but yeah, yeah. I gave it to her. <laughs> I gave it to her not out of obligation. Or solely because she wanted me to. And she asked me that last week, actually. Did you propose to me because I wanted you to? Well, no, I didn't propose to her because necessarily because she wanted me to. But I did it because I love her. I made a commitment to her because I love her. And I showed her my love and commitment. I wanted her to see that. Because I wanted her to know that I love her. I can tell her that I want to marry her all day long, but it means nothing if I never propose. It means nothing if I never propose or actually do anything about my love for her. And God, in a much greater way, has showed us he loves us. 
He did not do nothing, though he would have been completely justified in doing nothing to save us. He wants us to know that he loves us. So he showed it. Just like I wanted to show Michaela how serious I am in my love for her. In a much greater way, God has showed us how serious he is to save us for himself in a loving relationship. He sent his precious son, Jesus, whom he loves greatly. He sent Jesus at a great cost. But why, you might be asking, why does God love us this much? Because many of, many of you in here might be feeling like, Steve, there's no way that God loves me like this. You don't know what I've done. You don't know my past. You don't know my heart. I keep messing up. There's no way that God really loves me this much. But let's look. Let's look at what God has saved us to, because I think this will help us. Verse 16. Look at what God saves us to. This is why God saves us from our sins to begin with. He gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have what? Eternal life. Now we're going to focus more on eternal life on the last week of this series. But what is eternal life? Jesus tells us plainly in John 17, 3, Jesus says, this is eternal life right here, that they may know you, the only true God and the one you have sent, Jesus Christ. So eternal life is knowing God and knowing Jesus, like knowing, not just knowing of, knowing Knowing in a loving relationship, having a relationship with them, enjoying the love that they have between each other. So see the picture here. God loves us because he wants a relationship with us. God loves us because he wants a relationship with us. He doesn't need us. He's God. He needs no one. But he loves us. He saves us because he wants to. God chooses. He chooses to love you and me. And he loves us first. We must know that. 1 John 4.10. Love consists in this. Not that we love God. Not that we loved God. But that he loved us. And sent his son to be the atoning sacrifice for our sins. And later on in that chapter, verse 19, it says, we did not love first. We love because God first loved us. So we did not love God first. This is why we can't earn God's love, but nor do we have to earn God's love. This is why God's love for you is not dependent on you. It's all dependent on him. God is not telling us to love him first and then he will love us. So, so many other religions in this world proclaim, you find your way to God. You go to God. You climb the mountain to find God. 
But the gospel is God's come down to us. He's come to us. He's revealed to us in his word that he has loved us first. Rest in that. And that he chooses to love us and to save us from our sins. So that we may know him. So we may know Christ in a loving relationship. God chooses to save you and me through Jesus. He chooses to reveal Jesus to us. God does all this. He initiates our relationship with him because he wants to. Like, isn't this awesome? This is good news. He wants us to know him. He wants us to know Jesus. This is the greatest gift. This is the greatest gift that me and you can ever know. Is to know Jesus. To know God in a loving relationship. Like to know, to walk with, to enjoy. I was talking to a student a couple years ago. And this was his heartfelt response to God's love for him. And I think many of us, we can struggle with this too. He says, Steve, I just feel like I'm not worthy of this kind of love. Steve, I'm not worthy of this kind of love. And my response to him was, that's exactly the point. That's the beauty right there. There's the beauty of the gospel right there that we do not deserve God's love for us, but God loves us. <laughs> Going back Ephesians 2 verse 4. But God loves us and he chooses us, not based on anything in ourselves, but he loves us first. And he chooses us because he wants to. God is the actor. He's the one that has come to us to save us. He gets all the glory. He gets all the praise. You don't have to clean yourself up before you come to Christ. God is a gracious God. It's who he is. He's a giving God. It's who he is. He's a loving God. It's who he is. He's glorious. And he's created you and he's created me and he's created all people to enjoy his love through Christ. Our sin has disrupted that. And so God dealt with our sin. He dealt with our sins so that we can know him like he created us to know him and enjoy him to give us himself. He gives Jesus. This is how much God loves you. This is how much God loves me. He wants us to know him. And so this morning, know how much God loves you. See it right here in the text. 
God has showed it. God has proved it to us. Think about the greatest relationship that you have with someone or that you had with someone. Why did you enjoy that relationship so much? There's probably a a lot of reasons why, but I guarantee you this was foundational in that relationship. You knew they loved you. You knew they loved you. Like students, you, you enjoy your parents. You feel safe with them because you know they love you. You know they care for you. They show it to you. Or for grown-ups, take, take your spouse. You enjoy your spouse. You feel comfortable with your spouse because you know that they love you. Take your best friend, your best friends with them. You feel comfortable with them because you know that they love you. You know that they care for you because that's there. You enjoy that relationship. And so if we're going to enjoy Jesus and if we're going to deny everything to gladly follow him, to proclaim him here and among all the nations to tell people how much God loves them. If we're going to enjoy Christ, if we're going to deny everything to follow him, then we must know and we must trust that he loves us. And so see it this morning. That Jesus loves you greatly. And enjoy his love for you. Bet your life on his love for you. Let his love for you bring you joy even in the midst of suffering. Even when life is hard. Like, it's going to be okay because God loves me. And let his love for you give you hope. And believe and trust and rejoice in his love for you. If your heart has grown cold to God's love for you, see it this morning. Through the power of the Holy Spirit. I pray that God pours his love into your heart this morning. May he pour his love into all of our hearts this morning. So maybe you're here. I'm going to call the band. Come up. And maybe, maybe you're here and you don't know God's love for you. Because you've never trusted in Jesus. The reality is we can't. Enjoy God's love apart from Christ because we're dead in our sin. We're separated from God. We're under his condemnation. So God is is rightly our judge in that state apart from Jesus. We can't enjoy that love that God has created us to enjoy with him. So if you're not a follower of Jesus or maybe you're unsure if you're a follower of Jesus, then see God's love for you. And receive his love for you in your hearts by turning from your sin, turning from yourself and turn to Jesus. I'm not going to trust myself. I'm not going to do that anymore. It's not working. I'm going to turn to Christ. I'm going to trust in Jesus. He loves me this much. I'm trusting in him. Jesus died on the cross for your sins, for my sins. He paid the price that we owed to God. 
He died, he was buried in the tomb, and then three days later, Jesus victoriously and gloriously rose from the dead. Defeating sin, defeating death, conquering sin, conquering death. Sin, death no longer had a hold on Christ. It no longer has a hold on us when we trust in Jesus. And because God loves you and me, he promises all people, all people that whoever turns from themselves and puts their trust in Jesus, that your sins will be forgiven for good because of what Jesus did on the cross. And then you'll be restored back to a loving relationship with Jesus. Here, Romans 8, 1. Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those in Christ Jesus. When you put your trust in Christ, there's now no condemnation for those in Christ Jesus. God goes from your rightful judge to your loving father to where now you can enjoy his love for you now and forever and ever and ever. Our hearts were created by God for this relationship with him. And until we trust in Christ, it will be empty. We'll try to fill it with everything in this world and it won't work. So many of you, that's a part of your testimony. So I urge you, trust in Jesus. He's come. He's here. And enjoy God's love for you this morning. So I'm going to lead us in just a response time. So if you're just with me, just bow your heads, close your eyes.